فاشرف بي لاشتغالي بالعلم ولا تبغي به ما عشت يدا بدلا ويا له من شرف عظيم ويغفر بل الله فقيفز ما دون ذلك he forgives anything other than that لمن يشاء whoever he wills ومن يشرك بالله anybody who associate partners with Allah فقد افترى إثما عظيما number five the fifth reason why the shaykh started with this is that the mushrik who associates partners with Allah in an Islamic country in an Islamic country he would be fought. He would be fought. Because Allah said in the ayah, فَاقْتُلُوا الْمُشْرِكِينَ Fight with the pagans. حَيْثُ وَجَدْتُمُوهُمْ Wherever you find them. وَخُذُوهُمْ Take them. وَحْصُرُوهُمْ Siege them. وَقْعُدُوا لَهُمْ كُلَّ مَرْسَلٍ Sit with for them in every place. And the Prophet said in the ayah, أُمِرْتُ I was commanded. And uqatil al-nasi, I was commanded to fight with the people. Hatta until yaqulu la ilaha illallah, until they say la ilaha illallah. Faman qala la ilaha illallah, anyone who says la ilaha illallah, faqad asama minni maluh. Anyone who says la ilaha illallah, his wealth is sacred from me, is protected from me. Wa maluh, his wealth is protected from me, his blood is protected from me. Wa hisabuhu ala Allah ta'ala, and Allah is going to account him the day of judgment. Bukhari and Muslim both narrated in Hadith ibn Mas'ud. So this shows us a Muslim can't be killed. Of course, if, unless he does what? Those exceptional things that if he comes with, he will be killed. Such as if he commits major, if he commits some major sins. Such as if he commits zina after marriage. Okay? Or unless he kills another person. Then the Muslim will be killed. Okay? But generally the Muslim is not killed. Number six. أن المشرك لدى مشرك لا تقبل له شفاعة يوم القيامة and intercession will not be accepted from him the day of judgment the, the pagans those who associate partners with Allah their their what do you call it shirk will prevent them from having the rights to intercess or for them to even receive intercession done for them Allah says in the ayah, فَمَا تَنْفَعُهُمْ شَفَاعَةُ الشَّافِعِينَ It will not benefit them the intercession of those who intercede. Allah says in another ayah, in Surah Ghafir, ayah 18, Allah says, مَا لِلظَّالِمِينَ The transgressors and the wrongdoers, they do not have مِنْ حَمِيمٍ وَلَا شَفِيعٍ يُطَاعٍ They don't have any intercessors and they have no one to care for them. The eighth reason why the shaykh started with it is المشرك, that the mushrik, the one who associates partners with Allah لا تسمع له دعوة يوم القيامة His calling will not be heard. It will fall on dead, dead, deaf ears. No one will listen to him. ولا يقبل منه اعتذار And any excuses that he brings forward will not be accepted. Allah says, وَنَادَوْ يَا مَالِكُ They will call on to the angel, Malik. لِيَقْضِ عَلَيْنَا رَبُّكَ let our, judge, let our Lord judge between us. And then he says to them, قَالَ إِنَّكُمْ مَاكِثُونَ No, you guys are going to remain here. No one's going to listen to what you guys have to say. 
Allah says in another ayah, وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ فِي النَّارِ لِخَزَنَةِ جَهَنَّمَا أُدْعُوا رَبَّكُمْ يُخَفِّفْ عَنَّا يَوْمًا مِنَ الْعَذَابِ That the, the disbelievers, those who associate with partners with Allah, are going to say to the guards of the hellfire, the angels that are guarding the hellfire, they will say to them, أُدْعُوا رَبَّكُمْ Ask your Lord for us. And يُخَفِّفْ عَنَّا يَوْمًا مِنَ الْعَذَابِ That Allah reduces that Allah reduces the punishment from us one day, not even now, but one day at least. Let Him reduce it from us. Then it will be said to them, قَالُوا أَوَلَمْ تَكُوا تَأْتِيكُمْ رُسُولُكُمْ Did it not come to you guys, messengers and prophets, did it not come to you guys? بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ With clear evidences. قَالُوا بَلَا They say, of course. قَالُوا فَدْعُوا Then it will be said to them, okay, ask your Lord then. وَمَا دُعَاءُ الْكَافِرِينَ إِلَّا فِي الضَّلَالَةِ but then it says that the calling of the disbelievers will only be misguidance. They are not going to attain anything from it. <clears throat> the eighth reason why the author chose to start with this one is because Anna al-Mushrik that the Mushrik has come with something that will prevent him from ever entering Jannah. He will never enter Jannah. He will not even smell the fragrance of Jannah. And he will remain in the hellfire forever and ever and ever. He will never come out. Allah says in the ayah, billah. Anyone who associates partners with Allah, فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ Allah has made Jannah haram from that person. وَمَأْوَاهُ النَّارِ And the hellfire will be his final abode. وَمَا لِلظَّالِمِنَ مِنْ أَنصَارِ and the disbelievers, they have no one giving them victory. So those are the reasons why the author chose to start with it. And that's why he chose, rahimahullah, to mention that. Now we're going to move on to the second point. The second point. What does shirk mean linguistically and technically? What does shirk mean linguistically and technically? Linguistically, the word shirk means fawasmun, it's a, it's a noun. It's a term used لِشَيْءٍ لَذِي يَكُونُ بَيْنَ اثْنَيْنِ فَصَاعِدًا It is, it's a term used for something that is between two things. For example, taqulu, you would say, qad rajulani, the two individuals are in partnership. You would say. They've shared this. It's one, you're sharing something. Something between you two. That's why Nabiullah Musa, what did he say? to Allah when he was told to become a prophet. And the, the responsibility of prophecy was given to him. What did he say? He called on to Allah. What did he say? رَبِّ شَرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُ الْعُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي وَجْعَلْ لِي وَزِيرًا مِنْ أَهْلِي هَارُونَ أَخِي أُشْتُدْ بِهِ أَزْرِي 
وأشركه في أمري وأشركه في أمري Bring my brother Harun on with me in partnership with this work And Harun became a prophet from that And that was the biggest gift a brother can give to another brother The greatest gift, right? So Nabi Lahi Musa, what did he do? He brought Harun in partnership with him. And what was it that they were sharing? The da'wah. And the calling unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were both sharing. Good. That's what it means linguistically. What does it technically mean? Technically, when the word shirk is used, it's the same meaning you mentioned before, but it's between what? Taswiyatu ghayrillahi billahi. It is to equal Allah to other than is to equal Allah to his creation. In things that are uniquely for Allah. Are we all together on that? Sah? So we now have to realize that shirk means taswiyatul, it is to equal ghayrillahi billahi, equaling Allah to other than Allah, or equaling Allah to his creation, and making them same, equal. This taswiyah, this taswiyah, this equal, equal, equalizing, it falls into three things. You can make Allah equal to his creation in his rububiyah, in his, in his rububiyah, or his uluhiyah, or his asma'i wa sifat. His rububiyah, you make Allah equal to his creation. Walidhalika, the Brairis, and the Sufiya, the grave worshippers, they only believe that equaling, making Allah equal to his creation in rububiyah is where the problem lies. That's what they think. Does that make sense? That's where they went wrong. They only think that you are a mush, you're a disbeliever and you fell into shirk if you equal Allah to his creation in rububiyah. For example, if you say that this person creates and Allah creates. Does that make sense? But we believe that that's one part of shirk. Are you with me? Shirk can also fall into where? Uluhiyah. Which is to equal Allah in the actions that you come with. They don't believe that. That's where they go deficient. Because they only believe that if you do shirk with Allah, it means that you're equaling Allah's actions, Allah's actions that he does, you're equaling it to the action of the creation. That's the only one they think. Are we all together? Does that make sense? But we believe if you 
equal Allah in your actions that you do. And you do shirk in that with another creation, then you've also fallen into shirk. And we say that that, part, that type of shirk, which is the shirk that falls into uruhiyah, is the one that the prophets came for. Because the kuffar of Quraysh did not do, they did not equal Allah with his creation in Rububiyyah. They didn't. Are we all together? They didn't. They came with shirk in Uluhiyah. Does that make sense? And the third type which is shirk in what? Al-Asma'i was-Sifat. وَلِذَلِكَ الشَّيْخْ عَبْدِ الرَّحْمَنِ إِبْنُ حَسَنِ إِبْنُ مُحَمَدِ بْنِ عَبْدِ الْوَهَابِ إِنَّ شَرَحَ عَبْدِ الْكِتَابِ فَتْحُ الْبَجِيدِ which is the sharah of kitab al-tawheed he says when he, when he speaks about shirk he says it means تَسْوِيَةُ الْمَخْلُوقِ بِالْخَالِقِ it is equalizing the creation to the creator good have we learnt it now? And we know the Prophet is hadith, which is what? And taj'ala lillahi niddan wa huwa khalaqaka. That the Prophet said, the greatest form of sin is what? To equal Allah to his creation when he's the one who created you. Are we all together? Very good. Now we move on to, we move on to the third point. Which is, What's the reality of shirk? I've already touched on it. When I was defining it, I told you guys. And brothers and sisters, because many people don't understand the reality of shirk, they run away from shirk, but they fall into shirk. How? They're running away from the term, but they're not running away from the meaning. Does that make sense to you guys? In other words, they hate the term shirk. But what they're doing, the reality of what they're doing and the meaning that's in shirk is present in you. And the reason why that the person is falling into that is because he doesn't understand the reality of shirk. What really is shirk? And I did say, tell you guys that shirk is what? It is التشبيهul khaliqi when you make the creation equal to the creator. Are we all together? And we said that it falls into the three types that we mentioned, which is in Allah's, Allah's rububiyyah, which is Allah's actions. Everything Allah does, we can't associate anybody with Allah in it. Allah is the only creator, Allah is the only sustainer, Allah is the only provider, Allah is the only king. We only believe that. Unique for him. Sah? Are we all together? Are we all together? We also single him in the actions that we come with. We don't fast except for him. We don't slaughter except for him. We don't supplicate and we don't call on to accept him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. We also single him in our actions. We only pray to him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. We, we only take an oath on him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. We single him in our actions that we come with. And we also single him in his names and attributes. We know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is hearing, it befits his majesty. 
Allah's seeing befits his majesty. We know Allah's hand befits his majesty. He's not like his creation. We do not make the creation and the creator the same in this regard. Are we all together? So if you don't understand the reality of shirk, what will happen? You will fall into something you're running away from. And I just said to you a couple of minutes ago that the people who believe that shirk is exclusive to rububiyyah, they fall into shirk when they are hating the term. They hate the term, they hate shirk. They don't want to be from the mushrikeen, but they're falling into it because of the fact that they think it's what? That you only have to single Allah in his actions that Allah does. Are we all together? No. You need to single Allah in your actions that you do, O slave. Does that make sense? Very good. And Ibn al-Qayyim expands on that. And he talks about that in great detail in his kitab, Adda'u al-Dawa. And also Ibn al-Qayyim talks about it in great detail in his kitab, Iratatul Lahfan fi Masayidi al-Shaytan. I'm now going to go into a fourth point. I'm going to go into, I'm going to a fourth point, which is Anwa'u shirk The types of shirk there are. Ma'adabidu kulli naw'in. And I'm going to mention a dabit for all of the types. I mean, how to distinguish one from the other. When you look at the Nusus al Kitabi wa Sunnah, I mean, when you look at the Quran, when you look at the Sunnah, and when you look at the Aqwal of the Ulama, the statement, the statement of the scholars, the shirk is categorized into two. The first one is Shirk Akbar, major shirk. And the second one is Shirk which is Asghar, minor shirk. The Quran has shown that and the Sunnah has shown that. Where's the evidence for this categorization? The evidence is the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah said, إِنَّهُ مَنْ يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ Anyone who associates partners with Allah, فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ Allah has made Jannah haram from them. وَمَأْوَاهُ النَّارِ And the hellfire is their final abode. وَمَا لِلظَّالِمِنَ مِنْ أَنصَارِ And the wrongdoers, they don't have no one giving them victory. This ayah is now talking about the major one. But by, by agreement, between the scholars. This is what he's talking about. He's talking about the major one. Also Allah says, well, in another ayah, Surah Zumar. That Allah has sent a revelation on you, Muhammad. And he has sent a revelation to the prophets that came before you. That anybody who associates partners with Allah in action, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will nullify their righteous deeds and they will come, they will be from those who are lost. So those two ayah that I mentioned are for the major one. But where did the minor come from then? The minor comes from the authentic hadith that Imam Ahmad narrated in his Muslim. And Mahmud ibn Rabi'ah that this noble companion, Mahmud ibn Rabi'ah, sorry, Mahmud ibn Labid, sorry. Mahmud ibn Labid, Mahmud ibn Labid, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, is a companion. He said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, 
The Prophet said that the thing that I fear the most for you all is the minor shirk. Companions then said, What is the minor shirk? The Prophet said, Showing off. Showing off. Al-Bani rahimahullah, he authenticated this in his Sasila Hadith al-Sahihah, Hadith 951. If you want to see more about this categorization of the shirk, go to the Kitab Madarj al-Salikin, first volume, page 30, 339 to 347. Um, uh, uh, go to the Majmu'ul Fatawa by Shaykh al-Islam ibn the first volume, page 90. Al-Dawa al-Dawa by Ibn al-Qayyim, Page 196 to 208. Go to the Kitab Iratatul Fi Masayid Shaytan. First volume, page 71 to 76. And also Sheikh uh, Salah Al Fawzan, he has a Durusul Quran Al Adim. Lessons on the Quran is published. Page 172 to 173. We've now understood. The evidences for major and minor shirk. We want to now know what is the dhabit. How do you know one from the other? Like how can I say this is major and this is minor? How do we know? Sheikh ibn Uthaymeen in his fatawa, when he was asked, he said, Every shirk that the Sharia unrestrictedly says, and it consists in it that the person will leave the fold of Islam. That's what Shirk Akbar is. In other words, but number one, the Sharia has to refer to this as Shirk. Number two, this thing has to be something that will take you out of the religion. What's the Dabit for Shirk Asghar then? We understood now Akbar. What is the Dabit for Shirk Asghar? Shirk Asghar is, as Legend Da'ima said, and this is the best Babid that was placed for it. Fatawa Legend Da'ima, they mentioned it. First volume, page 517. I'm talking about Taba'at al They said, It is anything that the Sharia prohibited. And it is a means to the major Shirk. And it will lead you to the major shirk. And the Sharia referred to this as shirk. Good. So it's anything that the Sharia prohibited. It referred to it as shirk. And it is a means to the major shirk. It's a means to it. Now I'm going to mention differences of the two. Point number five. What's the difference between the two types? The scholars, they mentioned many differences for the two types. The first one is Shirk Akbar. It will take you out of the fold of Al-Islam, whereas the Maida Shirk will not take you out of the fold of Al-Islam. Number one. Number two. Major Shirk all your righteous deeds will be nullified. Minor shirk, all your, right, all your righteous deeds will not be nullified. Number three, 
Shirk Akbar permits a person's blood and wealth. Shirk Akbar does not permit that. How many points did I mention? Three. Four. Shirk Akbar, if the person dies upon it, he will stay in the hellfire forever. Shirk Asghar, he will not stay in the hellfire forever. And five, Allah does not forgive a person who comes with major shirk. If he dies upon it, of course. And the one who comes with minor shirk, he falls under Allah's Mashi'ah according to one of the opinions of the ulama. The sixth point that we take, the sixth point that we take is Shirk Akbar, it falls in Uluhiyya, Al-Rububiyya, and Al-Asba'i Wasifat. And examples for each one. So I did mention it before, but I didn't give you examples. So now, inshaAllah ta'ala, I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to give you guys example. Example of Shirk in Rububiyya is that the person believes that there's a person who is other than Allah who can actually benefit you and harm you. They have the ultimate strength to benefit you and harm you independently. Or they associate or they're with Allah in benefiting you. They can benefit you as much as Allah can benefit you. They can harm you as much as Allah can harm you. They believe Allah, they run your affairs as much as Allah runs your affairs. They believe that they created you as much as Allah created you. This person has fallen into a shirk fi rububiyyah. And kuffar of Quraysh did not come with this one. They did not believe that. They didn't believe that. Kuffar of Quraysh believed that Allah is the only creator, Allah is the only sustainer, Allah is the only provider, Allah is the only one who can benefit, Allah is the only one who can harm. They knew that. They knew Allah raised. If Allah wanted to raise somebody, they knew Allah is the only one who raised the person. If somebody is humiliated, they knew Allah is the one who humiliates them. They knew all of that. They, didn't, they did not in any way form a shape believe that there was somebody who associated partners with Allah in that. The second one is where they went short. The second one is that you associate partners with Allah in the acts of obedience that you come with. Such as you pray to other than Allah or you supplicate or you call on to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or you love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you associate partners with Allah in what? In love. Well, why are they going to say the people who are, who are like that? The day of judgment Allah is going to say to them, they're going to say, We used to equal you to Allah in love. So it's shirk fil uluhiyya. If you love somebody 
like you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or even greater, if you love them even more. Or if you fear with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala somebody, the fear that you have for Allah. Or you call on to the dead, hoping that they're going to bring you benefit or repel harm from you. All of these are shirk akbar. Go back to the Taysir al-Aziz al-Hamid, the Sharah of Sulaiman, 40, page 40. The third one is Ashirku fil asma'i wa sifat. Shirk in what? Allah's names and? Allah's names and? Allah's names and attributes. And this happens in two ways. In Allah's names and attributes, it happens in two ways. Number one is Shirku ta'atil. Shirk al-ta'atil means the shirk of distortion. Where the person, he distorts Allah's essence, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, he distorts Allah's essence. In other words, the person denies Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like what Fir'aun said, فَقَالَ أَنَا رَبُّكُمُ الْأَعْلَىٰ I'm your supreme lord. He has what? Distorted. He has dismantled. Allah's existence subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fir'aun, what he did. This is called shirk al-ta'atil. Good. The second type is called shirk al-tamthil. Shirk al-tamthil is two types. Shirk al-tamthil means the shirk of comparing. And it's two types is when you compare the creation to the creator. Comparing The first one is comparing the creation to the creator. Like the Nasara did. They compared Isa ibn Maryam with Allah. They took Isa and gave him the attributes of Allah. Okay? Number two is tamthilul khaliqi bil makhluqi is the opposite of the first one. Is the creator to the creation. So you give Allah characteristics of the creation and you put him down subhanahu wa ta'ala and you take him below. Like some people fell into. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah in his Majmu' al-Fatawa, he mentioned there are a group of people who used to say, we affirm for Allah everything except a beard and a private part. Everything else we affirm for him. Like he, he's like the creation in everything else. Except a private part and a beard. We don't give that to him. Everything else, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has it with the creation. And we affirm it like the creation for him. This is called shirku. التمثيل الخالق بالمخلوق We'll stop there inshallah ta'ala for today If you want to see more about this one تمثيل الخالق بالمخلوق and تمثيل المخلوق بالخالق Go to the following books Go to the مجموع الفتاوى by Ibn Taymiyyah first volume page 91 to 92 الدعوة الدواء by Ibn Qayyim page 198 to 206 The Kitab التنبيهات السرية على الواسطية page 126. I'lam al-Sunnah al-Manshura by Hafid al-Hakami, page 50 to page 84. 
Madarij al-Salikin, first volume, page 339 to 347. Taysir al-Aziz al-Hamid, page 43 to 46. All of those places you can find those references, inshaAllah ta'ala. Anything which I have said that was wrong, incorrect, is from me and Shaytan, and Allah and His Messenger are free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayh.